Blog Talk Radio. Greetings and salutations in the name of the Most High, true and living God of this creation, that part of us that is infinite, unlimited, and the creator of all things. I just want to give thanks for this amazing day and for this episode of Hemp Aware Radio. This is your host, Tyler Hemp, and I think you're going to thoroughly be inspired and encouraged by this sustainability advocate, hemp entrepreneur, innovative designer, and environmentalist, among other things, who's out there empowering the world. Stephen Clark is doing amazing things to educate communities here in the States and in Mexico about the amazing benefits of hemp as a building material. And it's an honor and a privilege to have him on today's show. He's with an awesome company called Heaven Grown. And you can check him out, heavengrown.com. Thanks so much for being on today's show, Stephen. I really appreciate what you guys are up to and and look forward to the show. Thank you very much for inviting us. Right on. So let's get into the meat of it. Obviously, today's show is called Heaven Grown Hemp Homes. And um, so let's talk a little bit about your history. What inspired you to start working with hemp? And, and, you know, what led you to Heaven Grown and and the brand and, and the workshops that you're doing, teaching people how to build with hemp? Um, well, I guess we've been working with renewable energy for like 13 years now in Mexico. Uh, we started installing solar panels um, for thermal energy, and then we moved on to photovoltaic. Uh, we mainly did this with the industry. So we started seeing the lack of, I guess, um, the, the there was lack of equipment, there was lack of experience and knowledge. So we did a lot of research. And through that, we started analyzing different materials. But the problem we were having is people were asking us to give them 100% sustainability, and we couldn't give them we couldn't give them that because their buildings were very inefficient. We would require two or three rooftops of theirs. So what we started seeing was that the wall systems and the houses, or mainly the structures, are, are being built in in a very inefficient manner. Uh, so basically, through the different analysis of plants, we came across hempcrete a few years ago. Uh, we were at a, at a, it was actually a cannabis show, a 420 show in Malaga, but together they held to, um, the hemp convention, and there were some amazing mm-hmm. people out there. Uh, we met the people of Hemp Technologies, who we work with in the U.S., mm-hmm. uh, with Andrea Herman, who's the president of, who was the ex-president of the HIA. But she has another company called Rich Consulting, uh, some amazing people. So we're putting together this collective, you can say, and they've helped us out a lot with the, uh, with starting up with the designs and getting a few of the mixes ready. But now it's been five years that we've been working with Hempcrete in Mexico, and we pretty much have it down. The cost that we have for it being local in Mexico, well, local, the binder, not the plant, um, mm-hmm. Even though we we have to import the material from the the hemp from from Holland, when you mm-hmm. when you once once it's in the country and we transform it with our costs, uh, it's ridiculously cheap. We can build pretty much as low as thirty dollars a square foot. What so was that? Fifty dollars? Between thirty and fifty dollars a square foot. Uh huh. Wow. Really? That's amazing. So, so how, how many structures in the last five years have you been able to to produce or you know make with hempcrete? 
Um, well, I guess we've made a lot of, of trials and tests. We've mainly for the past four years we've developed our own binder with the university. Well, with the university we did the testing. Um, we've done let's say five prototypes. Now we have one grow room that we actually built. It's um, approximately 20 square feet. Uh, no, hold on, because we do it in square meters. Six square meters, mm -hmm. 60 square feet. Mm -hmm. So it's not a very big grow room, but we are seeing some amazing savings by having a wall system that can regulate the humidity. We have all the advantages mm -hmm. of, of passive regulation of, of temperature and humidity. Um, basically, the, um, you, our room does never reaches under 30% relative humidity and will never go over 85%. No matter if the humidity outside of the room has gone over 100%. Wow. Yeah. How fascinating. Yeah. So tell us and a little bit about what people experience at your workshops. You know, what what is it like? How how easy is it to get involved? You know, how easy is it to work with the material? Um, you know, just tell us a little bit about the workshops that you guys put on. You still with me? Hello. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. That's okay. Did you hear my question? Um, yeah. Just what people experience at the workshops and how can they yeah. get involved? Mm-hmm. Well, um, we we have a set of workshops that we're doing across the U.S. and in Mexico. If you go to a website called Hempcrete Works, you can find HempcreteWorks.com. You can find most of our information there. If you go to hemptechnologies.com, you can also find our information. Hello, hello? Hey, hey, this is your host again, Tyler Hemp. Sorry for the technical difficulties. We'll uh, hopefully be able to get Stephen back on the line here. Um, <clears throat> I'm just so excited to bring you this amazing information. Heavengrown.com. If you haven't checked them out, check them out uh, right now. Heavengrown.com. And I think I have Stephen back on the line. Are you there, Stephen? Yeah, sorry about that. No worries. That's technical difficulties. But anyway, technical. back to... Uh, <laughs> Back to heaven grown. So tell us, what, what do people experience at your workshop? And what is it like? Um, well, basically, what we're doing is, um, it's, we're doing one-day workshops where it's an introduction to the material. So it's approximately, we're giving three hours to four hours of uh, theoretical, in, um, theoretical knowledge, how to install the material, what hempcrete is, where it comes from, the difference between um, the difference of, of cannabis, what what is industrial hemp and what is the like I guess the psychoactive part marijuana. Um, we give them an architectural point of view of how the material works, the resistances it has, the thermal capacities, all, obviously all the benefits. And after that, we we go through a, um, an analysis of the binder of how to make different binders, um, depending on your locality. This will basically help you drop your costs. And finally, then we do a mix. Um, we actually do 
the the physical part of doing every student does their own mix and they make their own brick so that they can take home and they can see how the material is going to work for the next 28 days because uh, once you make the mix you have to let it cure so the, the, each person can see the material cure in different conditions mm. interesting so what are some of the you know obviously there's hundreds of different benefits for the hempcrete but what are some of your most favorite or notable benefits of hempcrete versus other building materials? Um, I would have to say one of my favorite benefits is the interiors. They become very comfortable to live in. Not only are they non-toxic, but um, they're very pleasant. You you don't have, um, I guess in Mexico, some parts get very hot and even some parts get very cold. And it's similar to the adobe-style houses, which are very... Um, the, the, the temperature inside is it, it's quite um, stable. But mm-hmm. I guess it, it doesn't feel as heavy. Um, it's, uh, I, I guess it's, it's very... It, the, the non-toxicity part of it is what I guess we look for the most because having to install these materials day after day um, you, can, you can develop a lot of um, illnesses from certain materials. And with hempcrete, it's virtually non-toxic. Right. <clears throat> so not only is it easy to work with, it sounds like, you can teach somebody in a day the formula, the science behind mixing it, and then pouring it. Obviously, people need to have some architectural or building knowledge um, no, you, do, you don't need to have any architectural knowledge. That's that's the beauty about this material. It's so easy to install that anybody can come to our workshops. Um, even the way we try to, to, to try to, we try to teach it is um, in a way that's very simple to to transfer information. One of our our main aspects that we that we try to promote in Heaven Grown is the transfer of knowledge. Um, and if we're not successful to replicating this system all over, it, it's going to be hard to see, um, l- let's say, a positive change with the hemp. Because if we have one building in Mexico, one in the U.S., we need to start looking at public buildings being built with hempcrete. Um, the English have been very good at this, but we need to start doing it over here on this side of the continent. Absolutely, and that's why we are having you on today's show so that we can raise awareness and get people more involved and in going to these workshops and um, <clears throat> you know knowing what what they can do with it, obviously we can build homes with it, we can build garages with it, we can build storage units what What are some of the other applications of hempcrete and and what are some of the limitations that people might run into working with it? Um, I guess the main limitation that people might run into in the U.S. would be sourcing a good binder because hempcrete is half is hemp, but the other half is um, a mix of natural limes or natural cements. So that might be one of the limitations in the U.S., but other than that, it's very straightforward to use. And I forgot what was the first question. Just uh, other than, you know, building some walls, what are some other applications of hempcrete? Or, you know, can somebody build a driveway with it? Can they build, you know, car parts? Like what other applications are there for hempcrete? 
Um, hempcrete is extremely versatile. Uh, mainly it's been used for wall systems, but you can use it for floors, roofs. Um, as you were saying, you can build dog houses, garages. Uh, there's a really good application that was built by the Science Museum in the UK. The relics that they normally hold in their warehouses, um, they have to have these rooms at a very controlled temperature. So they consume a lot of energy to just hold um, certain objects there that nobody is actually viewing. So they made an analysis of different materials, and they found that hempcrete was the best solution. Uh, they made a warehouse inside the warehouse just of hempcrete, and it's a uh, prefabricated building, which is uh, it's uh, stunning. They built that in probably less than a week. They put it together, and now wow, where can where where can people learn more about that? What's the name of the building again? The Science Museum in the UK. Um, look up okay. the, the Hempcrete Warehouse. Another fascinating application is Marks and Spencer's, the big um, English uh, chain. They mm -hmm. built, um, in, it's called Chesh Cheshire Oaks, Cheshire Oaks. Um, mm -hmm. They developed, it's probably the biggest store. It's all made out of, the wall systems are out of Hempcrete. They have edible gardens on the outside. They have um, hydroponic systems. It's they're basically putting, trying to put as much as sustainability into a commercial application, and they were actually very successful. Fabulous. Yes. Wow. So now, as a standard, all the new Marks and Spencer's buildings have to be um, made with hempcrete. Oh my gosh, that's so awesome! Yeah, I'm looking online right now. M and S Cheshire Oak Store. It's a sustainable uh, shopping center. That's beautiful. Yeah. So, with regard to uh, your projects, what what's your plan for 2016? Where are you guys going to be? Do you have sh uh, workshops already established? How can people register for workshops or get you you know to come to their town? Um, the easiest is we have a the, the global workshop community is at hempcreteworks.com. Excellent. Hempcreteworks.com. So yes. where, do you, where do you see the hemp industry going in the next five years? How, how do you see it playing out? What's your highest vision? Well, um, we're going to see, you, I think, one of the biggest industries wake up again, uh, biggest industries in the world. Um, there's so many applications that are being developed with hemp for example, um, there's nanotechnology application that has been developed. Uh, they're making supercapacitors with ju just standard hemp nanocellulose. Um, there's people that are working for the biodiesel because hemp is one of the plants that just the seed oil can... It, it has the capacity, the renewability to provide as much oil as being made as is being extracted nowadays, uh, the food industry Canada is starting to see um, uh, they they don't have enough seed anymore. So there's a lack of seed being produced from the high demand of it. Since hemp became a superfood, um, there's basically a lack of seed in the in, in the planet. And many countries are going forward. For example, Uruguay, we uh, we will be there in December. And we're starting to uh, grow a hemp field out there. We're doing the same of transferring all the information that we've developed in Mexico to Uruguay. 
the good thing is there we've been able to work with uh, quite so I guess just different people and we have a project there mm -hmm. for the schools of the president Mujica he was the president who actually legalized industrial hemp in Uruguay and they have a project of small rural schools to be deployed all over the country because education is very centralized so we proposed the hemp um, schools and they love the idea because not only do we make hemp schools but we put the solar panels um, we have a design called Heaven Home that we can even install a hydrogen system so you're completely 100% off the grid with a very, very, very wow. small carbon footprint. That is amazing. I'm so excited to learn more about what you guys are up to and really bring this to the people. It's so important that we have healthier homes and that we have products that don't require destroying the planet in order to get them. And that's why I'm so excited about hemp and, and working with it. And I'm really excited exactly. to work with you guys into the future. Yeah. So tell us a little bit more about the perspective that Mexico has on industrial hemp. I heard some major changes are about to happen, or at least the potential to uh, to change the, the, the criminalization. Is that correct? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, actually, we're seeing some very important changes. Um, two days, no, three days ago, Monday, uh, this week, they actually allowed um, a, a family to to legally import CBD to mm -hmm. the, um, the, epilepsy, the epilepsy of their little daughter. Now, it, it was quite a big issue because according to the government, it's illegal, but through mm -hmm. what's called the human rights or the violation of human rights, they, they cannot interfere with the medicine of any any citizen of Mexico. So they actually allowed her to import it. And next Wednesday, wow. they're having another hearing because based on the same case of human rights, and from what I understand, they're violating more than 40 human rights by not allowing you to grow your own cannabis. Um, mm -hmm. there's gonna, they're going to have a big hearing to see if now we start changing the laws. So as of next Wednesday, we might, we might see a shift in the cannabis perspective from the government, which was particularly very close. Even now with industrial hemp, it, they're, they're very, very close. There's a double morality. <clears throat> Sorry. The, mm -hmm. the law actually allows you to import material into Mexico. You can legally import hemp oil, and we can legally import the hemp shiv, which is what we use to build. But... Mm -hmm. uh, once you state that it's for human consumption, if that oil you try to sell it to any other human, um, it's against the law and you can potentially um, get fined for a felony. So it's very oh weird that the government lets you bring the material in, but then once you try and sell it, they 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 go down. But well, anyways, they um, hopefully now with, with with this new perspective, we'll start seeing. Um, a, di a different view on, on the whole plant. And that's why we try to promote the industrial side of it, because it also helps exactly. give it a, a, a much better aspect. Right. Yeah, a lot of people fear the psychoactive component of cannabis, but exactly. it's, it's so much more important to, you know, obviously the benefits of cannabis for industrial purposes far outweigh any negative effects that may come from the psychoactive aspect of, of cannabis. And I know okay. once 
the education is out there with, with people like you and, and Dion Mark Graff, who I know you're working closely with, and uh, Andrea Herman, and, you know, just these people that are out there on the forefront educating the people. Once enough people know and we have a mass consciousness shift, it, it's going to automatically change, in my opinion. I'm really excited to see what's about to come. Exactly. Um, and the, the beautiful thing is we have hemp, which can give us 20,000 applications. But then mm. the next to it, we have plants like bamboo, which are very, very are pretty much as sustainable as hemp. Um, there are some varieties of bamboo that can grow up to maybe two feet a day. And the normal hempcrete is, like you were saying, we can teach people in a day how to mix the material, how to use the hemp. But that's not the whole mm. building aspect of the house. You still need to know how to build, make structures. Now, if we're going to yes. use wood for structures, we need wood for, or the, we need trees really to pull the CO2 out of the atmosphere. And that's where bamboo can play a great role. Um, bamboo, you can make fiber out of it. You can make food out of it. You can make houses out of it. Um, and there's, there's plants like coconut. We can go on with the whole list. And that's the idea, that we try and return back to nature. That everything comes from nature. Um, we can transform it, we can mold it, we can use it, but let's be responsible about it and put it back pretty much the same way we picked it up. Exactly, so, and really, yeah, that's what it comes down to, and I know Heaven Grown, what you're describing, you know, Heaven is is a safe place. The word Heaven comes from the word Haven, like a safe haven or a harbor, and okay. so ultimately our source is the most safest place and back in the days of the Garden of Eden, you know, we lived in harmony with nature. And I, I truly believe that's where we're coming back to. And so yeah. using hemp as the bridge, uh, you know, to, to bridge ourselves from, you know, heaven to earth and, you know, earth back to heaven. Uh, I, I truly believe that we are going to be manifesting heaven on earth by fully integrating our, our lifestyles, our businesses, our you know, our government and, and every aspect of life, you know, our relationships exactly. and, and you know, integrating it into all these different areas. Uh, exactly. We just have about five minutes left on, on today's show. I'm really appreciative of the knowledge and, and the wisdom that you're sharing with the people. Um, just a couple more questions. You know, if, if you could uh, do one thing, like if, if there was one product that you could make out of hemp, that would be an educational piece that, you know, obviously you're doing something already that's so amazing, hempcrete. Um, but is, is there another product out there that you could see as like a universal product that if somebody saw it for the first time, they had no idea that it was hemp, but, you know, 10 minutes later you said, and it's actually hemp. Um, and, you know, let's say it was just conservative people that are completely against cannabis. What 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 are some of your favorite products, or what's a product that you would develop that could be a, a powerful educational tool, maybe other than hempcrete? Um, I guess as I was stating a while ago, the the nanotechnology application. I guess I'm a big mm -hmm. science fan or a big science geek, but um, the nanotechnology, the um, the nanocellulose, is actually a process very similar to to making wax. So you literally require potassium hydroxide, 
you make a mix with the hemp herd and you cook these sheets of oil for it's approximately 20 hours to 24 hours at 800 degrees Celsius. And the structure that's left, it's a nanocellulose, which is a supercapacitor. Now, these supercapacitors can basically bring us, um, they can be used to transfer very big amounts of energy and store very, very big amounts of energy. So all the problem that we're having with these very toxic batteries, um, basic, one of the main problems of electricity is having to store it. So that's the problem of the batteries. Mm -hmm. uh, this technology could potentially replace that. So we could couple one of the most sustainable technologies, which is the solar industry, with hemp-made um, hemp batteries, let's say. Wow. Yeah. So I would that's really like to see huge. the advancement in this. Me too. Is there is there websites people can go to that you know of to to learn about these supercapacitor hemp batteries? Um, all this is still pretty much in experimental phases all over the world. So you will find different journals. Um, if you look up um, hemp nanotechnology or hemp supercapacitors, you will find more information on it. Right on. Well, I'm just so grateful to have you on today's show. This is your host, Tyler Hemp with Hemp Aware Radio. If you want to download this podcast on the iTunes podcast library, just do a search for Hemp Aware, all one word. Stephen Clark with heavengrown.com. I have one last question for you, Stephen. If there was one thing that our listeners could do today that doesn't cost any money, uh, what would one thing be that you would recommend that they could do to bring hemp to the people, uh, to change the laws, or you know, just raise awareness? What's one thing that you would encourage people to do today to, to you know, bring hemp back to the people? I guess the one thing we encourage people everywhere is just to keep on educating yourself, keep on reading, keep on getting informed. There's a lot of information out there. Once you're informed, get involved. Uh, there's many uh, petitions that people need signatures. You're still, um, I guess in Mexico we're a bit restricted with what we can uh, get across with our senators and our, or the bills, but not here in the U.S. Get hemp reinstated back into the communities. Get it back into the agricultural departments. Hemp, um, like Jack Harris said, I don't know if hemp can save the world, but it's the only plant that can. So let's get farming again. Let's get farming. <laughs> and let's get building. Amen. Exactly. It really takes the entire world or, you know, at least a, a, a global perspective and really looking at this on a long-term and short-term basis, really taking action on a daily basis but doing it consistently, consistently for a long period of time. That's how we're going to get the changes. So thank you yeah. so much for being on today's show, Stephen, and I do look forward to being a part of your future workshops and, and getting people involved. Thank you so much. Thank you very much, Tyler. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Awesome. <laughs> Have a great day. Thank you. Have a blessed day. Once again, this is your host, Tyler Hemp with HempAware Radio. Visit us at HempAware.com. Check us out on Facebook.com forward slash HempAware. Uh, ask us your questions. Send us your uh, suggestions on what you want to hear about, what part of the hemp industry do you want to get involved with. If you have a, a storefront, start selling hemp products. If you have a website or a blog, start uh, posting about hemp. 
Give us a call today if you want to um, get involved in the hemp industry, 805-410-4367, and we're happy to empower your hemposphere. Thanks so much for tuning in. Make it a blessed day. Cheers.